Welcome to the Inside Out podcast and your host Sean Barnes and today I want to go into uh, something that I don't think is talked a lot about and uh, is lessons, lessons that we've learned right in life uh, and, and any big moves we do or, or any jobs that we have or relationships that we have, we always, we always learn. And um, I feel that we do need to make radical changes to to learn. And um, uh, as the last couple of episodes were uh, about me moving to Canada, how I prepared, how I got here, and what did I do when I got here. And throughout the whole thing, I, I did sort of uh, touch on every main point, but through all the main points... I actually learned a lot, and there's a few, a few big things that I've, a few big things that I have actually tried to, to big lessons, sorry, that I've actually learned uh, throughout the whole process. So today, and um, as I say, we're going to talk about uh, the biggest lessons that I've learned, and the first thing is. Imagine this, uh, when I moved to Canada, I didn't know anybody. And I, and I said this before, but uh, I didn't know anyone. And I had to force myself to, to go out and meet new people and meet new friends. And I, I, I did just that. And it, it's funny because you're, out, you're completely out of your comfort zone. You, you need to meet people for the first time and you don't have you know, the context of meeting them in school, for example, and, and just talking to them there and then... You know, you know each other through a friend of a friend, and then your relationship goes from there. I had to meet people from from scratch, and uh, thankfully I was, you know, living with a, a few roommates, uh, a couple of roommates, and I, I was working pretty quickly because if I didn't, if I didn't work as quickly, then I wouldn't be able to, um, I wouldn't be able to meet new new friends that quickly. Uh, so I, I think the I think the big thing is just to to really put yourself out there. You're don't be scared to put across your own personality. Uh, don't be closed off because you don't know them. Um, I think a lot of the times when uh, you want to when you go and meet new people, I, th- I find a lot of people are very reserved and they don't want to. To say too much, just in case it comes back to them or, or something like that. But for me, I had to... Because I'm usually very uh, quite a reserved person when I meet people for the first time. But I've had to learn to to not do that because... Or not do that as much, at least, because that allows me to... To need, to, to really build a, a more meaningful relationship uh, from, from the beginning. And I... I Learned that very quickly because I wasn't, I, I had no choice. So I was put in a position where, you know, your back's against the wall and you you either have to try and make this work out or not because, um, you know, friends are not just going to come by on their own. You really have to go out your way to, to make them and um, find the people that you most resonate with. Uh, similar personalities, similar interests. Uh, but I, I always, uh, I said in the previous podcasts, that um, you know, always, I always approached it. Uh, since moving here, at least, I always approached it to 
not what I can get out of the relationship, but what I can actually give to the other person. And I would always, I always approach it like that now because I don't have any expectations or want anything from anybody. I just uh, want to be able to give to people, and even if that's you know an ear to listen to, listen to what they're going through, or it's even just someone to hang out with, or you know they're anything. It doesn't matter. Uh, but that's something that I've always approached it with, and I've actually gained. Uh, you, as I said before, you gain a lot of the leverage with that, and. Um, it's always good to have leverage, and I would never use that against someone because that they, you know, they did take my health or you know, I, whatever, and then they they decided that they didn't want to talk to me again. Then that's that's fine. Um, I, I don't mind because uh, you know that that just says a lot about the other person. There was there was someone I was uh, there was a there was actually some, something I've never spoken about on the podcast is a. Uh, um, I started going online dating, and uh, I didn't plan on talking about this, but I was going on uh, dates, on, on I was meeting people on you know various different dating apps, and I was going out with uh, various different girls, and uh, I was actually, uh, I went out on a date with this one particular person, and she was like, uh, after the first time we spoke, and she said, oh, you know, I just see us as friends, for me personally, I mean, I find it very hard to know someone after meeting them for one hour or two hours. But so I was happy to go out again. Uh, she was like, "We're just, we should just be friends." I was like, "You know, okay," um, and and I, I was fine with that. And then um, she, I, I mean, most of the time when people say that is, you know, they just don't see you in that way, and that's that's absolutely fine. Um, I would rather the honesty than than anything. Um, I'll come back to this example later, but the the point of this uh, particular thing I wanted to say was that um, even though I know that she was also looking for a roommate, um, and she, she I mean she was a nice person, uh, and you know I also know that she was looking for a roommate at some point, and uh, I. I actually put her in touch with a couple of people that I know that would be able to help her find one, like realtors uh, in the area, uh, who would be able to to help her sort of market her property and 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 uh, market her room availability. And uh, again, th- this is just something I do. Like I don't, it doesn't. I'm not going to be offended that you were just one of these friends, or you know that we don't talk to each other anymore, or we've never hung out since then. It's like, do you know what? If someone needs help, I, I'm happy to do it. And Again, it's the, the sort of give mentality as opposed to uh, thinking about what you can gain from it. And I think that's so important. Like, we uh, strategically, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing things strategically, but and if you're doing it for your own gain in the end, I always think that that's a bad way to go into a relationship. I think that um, always look to, to give before you even think about, and, I, and even think about asking, because... Um, you know, I, I always believe you should give more than you take in, in pretty much every example. That was just a couple of examples of meeting new friends. I think, um, you know, of course it's normal for relationships to take time to to actually uh, progress and, you know, 
um, to, to build that relationship and the trust with them. Um, one thing I've actually learned to do is I actually learned to uh, trust. I always, and I use this in the office, I use this uh, with friends as well. Um, I actually always, pretty much always trust people when I need them uh, until they give me a reason not to. And that in itself allows me to build better business and personal relationships because I, I don't, I go in with, you know, sort of uh, a more open approach to it and they, they really, really appreciate that. And they, most people have never really let me down or anything like that. It's not, um, it's not something that's happened to me before. Um, another big lesson that I've learned, um, aside from the French, I'll come back to the, the example uh, in a second that I just gave, but the, another big one is, I've, and I've spoke to people in Toronto that have said this, life was shit back home, and I had so many issues, so I moved away, and that's why I'm here. I've, and I've met many people that have said that. And even, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but even myself, like I ran away from some problems that I was having back home as well. Um, and they were not they were not as big as the other problems that I've heard, but you know, everyone's got their own life and they have their own problems. So I've learned that no matter what you do, where you go, your problems will always follow you. They will always follow you. And I, and, and just to sort of give more context on that, I actually ran away from, so I, um, I have had uh, some, uh, a relationship issue with a certain person for a long, long, long time, since I was like 15, uh, 16 years old, and, uh, and, and you know, I, I don't want to like name any names or anything like that, but it, it's, it was a relationship that I, well, looking back on it now, of course, I feel that I gave, I gave it way too much time because it took me like 10 years or 12 years to actually decide that it's not worth it for me anymore and that I was finally strong enough to, to leave the, to leave and, and sort of wash my hands with that person. And, and, the, and the, the way it pretty much worked is, um, I believe that that person was never really, um, never really was totally invested and interested in uh, in myself uh, from day one. Um, I, I I think that um, there was certain ties to uh, to to have a relationship with us, but when those ties were broken. And when there was a separation, that um, it was almost then an excuse to not give a shit anymore. And for years, since you know, pretty much since you know, I was sixteen or seventeen, I was as soon as I had learned to drive, I believe, um, that person never, never wanted to go out of their way or 
or come to um, sort of um, get to uh, to get to know me even more in terms of like going to university and and uh, asking me about what was going on in my life. They didn't they didn't care, and I for a long time would always make the effort to to go there and you know, spend time, and um, and then I would keep doing that on rinse and repeat. We had many talks about like. Um, we should both make an effort to make this work and um, we should both, uh, you know, meet halfway and, and do uh, do things that make it work for both of us because uh, like any sort of uh, relationship, um, it is very much give and take uh, and there has got to be, uh, it's a two-way street and for, as I say, for the 10, 12 years, there was no such thing as... Uh, that person given anything. They just wanted to, you, they just wanted it when it was convenient, like as I went to their house. It was super convenient, didn't have to do anything. Um, and I, you know, you know, maybe stupidly or I was naive and thinking it would eventually work out after we had all these chats. And it never worked out. It, it never worked out. And when I moved to Toronto, there was something that happened, they were actually meant to come and visit, and then they eventually, they said, they made up some excuse um, the, the, to the reason why they couldn't come out. And at that point, something clicked. It was like a, a switch went on, and I was like, I'm done. Like, I am done, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't uh, be in a really, I can't, be involved with someone who doesn't give a shit about me. Um, and I, at that point, I was like, that's it, I'm done. I can't, I'm not doing it. And, you know, I, I ultimately uh, sort of said that, you know, I did therapy. I've been going to therapy for the past two, two and a half years since I moved here. And, and don't get me wrong, uh, by doing that and my own work myself, uh, I've been able to to learn how to deal with all of this and talk about it because by talking about it is how you is how you actually get the um, the clarity in your own mind. I and again the 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 thing it it clicked it really did click one day and I'm like that's it I'm done and I cut off all contact. And that, that was it. And, and I think it sounds like it's easy to just cut it off. Like you say that you're gonna cut it off, but I said that many, many times before and I didn't. And I didn't cut it off because I was too scared. I, um, I actually was too scared to do it. Many, many times I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm never doing this again. And then two months later, I'd be like, yeah, I think I'll go and visit them again. And then maybe things will get different. Maybe things will be different this time. Maybe if I have that chat, it'll get better. And it never, ever, ever did. And uh, again, eventually I just decided that through doing therapy and um, doing uh, my own work and was strong enough to then do it. And I've done it. I've uh, not spoken to the person for more than two years. And it's the... it's 
lifted a huge weight off my shoulder. But the reason I'm saying this is because you think that you're running away from your problems and that a new location, um, albeit in the same country or a different country, that it's going to make things better. Um, and it's never going to make it better. So if you've ever uh, thought about that idea, like, trust me, it will not work. You just really need to face them head on yourself any big issues like that that you have because I'm telling you it will never go away until you face it and deal with it because that's the only way to, to move forward in your life. And I feel that for a while now I've been able to move on and it's, it's, it's really, really a really nice feeling and um, something I used to get you know emotional and upset when I talked about but now it's it's like you know, I've done the right thing for me instead of trying to think about the other person and sometimes you do have to be selfish and think about yourself more than the the other person now though in terms of that relationship that I just talked about um, I think that gave me some sort of mental block uh, in a one way because for I think since since the days where uh, there was no longer ties anymore and, and for the past sort of 10, 12 years uh, I, I was constantly making the effort um, there's one thing when you you know you're doing it and things you're making the effort and things are not working out you feel rejected uh, and I felt rejected and uh, I felt rejected for the longest time and it was a letdown and re rejected every single time it happened and you know of course when you, you your brain gets in that routine, you think to yourself, I don't want to be rejected anymore, I feel, I'm scared to be rejected. And, uh, and that's, that's what I actually built up this fear of, that being rejected was like the worst thing in the world. Um, you know, when it's someone so close, of course, like naturally you would think of that. And I genuinely uh, was scared of that, but there's only and and again this is through a lot of work and and talking about stuff like this. I actually was as I, as I say again, I was scared of being rejected. But it's like anything you're scared of. Uh, the only way to to get over the fear is to do something, do that thing that makes you scared. Like if you're scared of skydiving, you know. The only way to get over that fear is to go skydiving, and um, and re the rejection that I was scared of was not rejection in a friend capacity. It was more in like a uh, like a I guess a dating capacity, and uh, I was scared to be rejected by girls and uh, for the longest time, and I would not go on dates or really think about it because I didn't want to feel that way anymore. And eventually I, you know, built up the strength to be like, you know, I don't really care uh, if I get rejected that much. I mean, like, everyone's been rejected in their life, I'm sure, and it's never a nice feeling, but, um, you know, once you have the self-belief that you are enough, then... It doesn't matter if someone rejects you because you have that inner self-esteem and self-confidence that, that you are you and that's always enough. And if that other person doesn't see that for whatever reason or doesn't feel the same way you do, then 
it's not you, it's them. Like they don't see, they don't want the same thing. So it's almost like not taking it, um, not taking it personally. Um, I think another thing is um, the another thing I've learned uh, in this process is that um, I think there we all do our own jobs. I work in IT. Anybody who works in any other industry, um, and I think that we're focused a lot on probably like how much we're earning and and what that will get you as you're earning X number of dollars a month. Uh, you know, you can get the house, you can get the car, you can get different things, and. Um, but the reality is, is like, do you really love what you're doing? And um, I, and I'm, I, I won't lie here, like, I know the, the, the market in Toronto for IT uh, contractors is very lucrative. And when I first went into this, like, I was thinking a lot about, like, how much I could actually make. Oh, you know, like, the, the contracting hours are... Um, you know, you can get paid a lot more per hour as a contractor than a full-time employee. And I went in looking for the money. And I quickly realised that uh, that was uh, not going to make me happy to have that money and to die shit that I don't need. So I think... Um, the the place that I'm at now is and and again I thought about it at home as well like when I was back in Scotland the you know getting the promotion getting the job title earning more money and I came to Canada and I was doing the same thing and then as when you get to the number that you want because you know like people say well you know what I make a hundred thousand a year you know I'm I'm good like I, I can live off that. And, you know, you might get to that goal and you might earn whatever it is that you, you're earning, but guess what? <laughs> You'll get, you might get to that number and then they go, well, you know what, I'm not really enjoying what I'm doing. And, by the way, like, this is only referring to as if you don't love what you do. If you love what you do, then this is okay, but if you don't, um, you really need to... I, I certainly changed the trajectory of my career into more of project management which is something I actually love doing, I like it and when I did do that uh, the money came anyways but I think happiness needs to be, being happy and being in love with what you do is has to be the number one priority because no amount of money or or things is going to make you feel better there's one there's one actually like crazy um, thing that, and I see it every day. Um, Toronto homes, like the average price of a home in Toronto is $1.3 million because that's how crazy the market is right now. But there's people that I know right now that I've spoke to in the office and they have literally said, well, you know, I have a mortgage today. I have to do this. They have to do it because they have a mortgage to pay. And it's like, that is a trap that I've, I've seen a lot of people fall into. Um, when they don't enjoy what they do. So they, they have a job they don't like or they're not passionate about, they don't love it. But the job pays well enough so that they can get the mortgage 
and get the and get the things that they want, the cars. But guess what? All of that, um, all of that debt puts you in a position where you have to be in that job more. Because in reality, uh, you know, you might be earning a hundred thousand dollars, but you're living a hundred thousand dollars lifestyle. But the, you know, you actually would be passionate about doing something else, which maybe just pays like sixty grand, but you can't afford to go to sixty grand because you're trapped with the things that you have. But you know, things like a mortgage, of course, is like twenty five, thirty years. So you can't just not pay your mortgage. So you've got into this trap that you you don't like and you know you sort of live for your days off and that sort of thing and I, I, I there's a reason why I don't care about things and, and care about buying a house because I don't want to either one have that commitment but then number two like I don't see that as a way for me to be happy like I love what I'm doing now I love that I'm doing wrestling and I love that I'm able to have the freedom that I'm having right now um, and that's what happiness is to me, that it might not be for someone else. So again, I'm talking about saying you need to think about what you're, for me, I mean, I've learned this, you need to really think about what makes you happy, what you love, and try and make sure that you can get towards doing that. So if you're, you know, you are living the 100,000 lifestyle and you want to go to 60, uh, to do something that you love, then you know, try. And you know, nobody can do it overnight. And there's so many different, like, uh, different things that are going on for different people. But I believe that if you go to, like, if you cut down and do something you love, then you you will be way more happier. That's that. And the other one thing is found out by news in here and it's it's actually quite a big one is um, people think that they have to have things figured out oh yeah by the time I'm 30 I need to be in this job and you know I want to buy a home by the time I'm 33 and I definitely want to have kids by the time I'm 35 um, and, and that's fine to have these sort of goals um, or or even the other side is like, I don't know what I like. I don't know what I enjoy. That uh, you've only done one type of position for your entire life, or your entire career at least. The the thing that that I've learned is to try new stuff. Uh, try you know, for me, I wanted to try public speaking. I did it. I, I, I really enjoy it. Um, I tried playing uh, football again. Uh, I loved it. I tried different sports like rock climbing and stuff and. I some was like yeah they're okay but uh, you know I prefer doing something else. The thing is, how can you, how can you have it figured out and know what you love to do if you've never tried anything? Like, and I've tried so many different roles in the companies that I've worked for since I moved here to try and understand what it is that I actually love doing, and I've learned. You know, for example, like I don't enjoy like working with different processes. I actually like to work with people, uh, people in my team, and I think I'm a good leader. And that's what gets me uh, the fulfillment in my career. 
working with a team and uh, a common goal and planning and, and working it from the project from the beginning to the end. That is what gets me up in the morning and, and driving towards the targets that we have. Um, but I think uh, another big one is um, nobody, uh, some people don't want to change because they, uh, they don't want to suffer from any judgment from anybody else. Like, you know, for example, you go and try a job and you know, they even get fired because you're not good at it. Like, I think we hold other people's judgment and other people's um, opinions um, on some sort of pedestal that, uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks. It's what you think. Like, if you lose at something, then that's your loss. It's not theirs. They can, if they worried about your loss, then that's up to them. But your loss is your loss. So, I mean, why would you really care what anyone else thinks about that? Um, but, again, I've tried a lot of different things, uh, and I, I've learned what I like and what I don't like. And these are just some of the lessons that I've learned since, I, I, since I've moved here. And there's, it's an endless cycle. We're always going to learn new things, uh, try new things. Uh, it's a constant, constant, constant cycle. And I think that, uh, that we need to, to embrace the, the learning and not judge ourselves too much based on, um, you know, how good we are at something or, or whatever. I think that we need to cut down the judgment on other people and cut down the judgment on ourselves because if you cut that stuff down then you you can move faster because the second you stop giving a shit what anyone else thinks and even judging yourself things can move quicker because you can try stuff out doesn't work out the next thing and, and just keep moving um, so I think you know just to sum it up and um, the things I've learned and um, that I wanted to to say in this podcast was how to make new friends. I learned that from various different ways. Your problems will always follow you. Happiness always needs to be the forefront of your attention and your goal. Uh, helping other people, um, giving way more than you take or ask, isn't so important. And never be a scared. Never be scared to fail. And always be willing to try new stuff out because that's how you'll find what you love. And that is the, this episode of the Inside Out podcast. I'm Sean Barnes. Have a great day.